There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your favorite food smell? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley, trainer. What is your favorite food smell? Give us a call. Oh, but before you call us and before we actually talk about this, you know what? What? We got something to announce. Ooh! Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to who? My talk. It's our 20th birthday and we are celebrating and we want to celebrate with you on July 21st at Lush. We're having a big party and uh, here's how you win. You win by registering with listener rewards and listening to my talk through the my talk app. Do it. Do it. And so each uh, each show is uh, having an opportunity to announce one of the winners mm-hmm. who has registered with My Talk Rewards is listening on the app. And this hour on our show, we are saying congratulations to Jack Holman. Yay, Who Jack. we will see at the My Talk Birthday Bash. If you want to be seen at the My Talk Birthday Bash, uh, you just got to get on that app. You got to register and you got to listen. Do it. Thank you. All right. What is your favorite food smell? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking? Well, because according to the takeout, which is a food news website, Mm -hmm. uh, food enhancing perfumes are on the rise. They're the next big thing. And this truly is. Food enhancing perfumes. I don't know what that means. It is kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's a perfume. For your food. Okay. So here's, you know this, because you know this, even if you don't know the science behind it. Yeah. Your smell affects your taste. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. So these food perfumes are meant to help enhance the entire flavor experience. Oh yeah. Get me excited. For of food. your dish. Um, so like, are they spraying this on my food? Yeah. Or around it or near it. Okay. So for example, there is a, a collection called the Italian spritz collection. <laughs> okay. So these are not, this one is not edible. However, it is meant to enhance your beverage drinking experience by introducing you with the smells of Italy. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Uh, the smells of Italy. In my drink? Around, like, in the atmosphere whilst you drink. It's supposed to create 
a new atmosphere for your drinking. Oh, so like when I'm having my Aperol spritz in my backyard and I'm just looking at the garage, you're like me think I'm on the Amalfi. I want to smell Amalfi. Mm. I don't know what that smells like. Why would that mean anything to me? I want meatballs. I want garlic bread. I want lasagna. Where do I get those smells? That's not in the Peroni collection. Peronis? That's what it's called. Isn't that a disease yep. where your wiener yep. is not straight? Correct. Wait, what? Correct. Yeah, I've seen commercials. If you mm-hmm. have Peroni's disease, it's like you got a crook in your the neck of your hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yeah. And didn't so I the might have... have that? I'm, I don't know about that. Yeah, didn't we... Wasn't that a part of the whole conversation about... Oh. oh. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also mushrooms. Wait, tell me but, that. No! Mushrooms, oh. really? I'm pretty oh. sure. Okay, yeah, we'll have to Google the, it later. They were mentioned. But yeah, Peroni's... <laughs> oh, that's a different conversation, yeah. Oh, okay, I oh. thought that's the one we were talking no, about. No, I think we're talking about different oh, conversations. I see okay. what you're talking about. Was a tailor involved in the... Nope. There okay. was a dress. Oh, Ah, uh, oh, true. It's, mm. You're not talking about the guy who wants his pants. See, I'm on three presidents' I know, everybody's right like, now. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Here's the thing. There's a thing called Peroni's disease. Mm-hmm. It involves like curves in the wiener. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. And when you said Peroni. I know. That's what, what you thought of. The Peroni collection. It's the food perfume. Oh, my God. That's literally the name. Yes. Well, that's okay. the name of a beer in Italy. Peroni's. Yeah, it's an yeah. Italian beer. Oh, I don't know. They might want to look at that. I mean, you might want to have a doctor. Look yeah. At that. Oof. Anyway. Okay. We're getting back to yes, the very beginning. Smells. What is your favorite food smell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven. We've got Jeff on the line. Thanks for holding Jeff. Jeff, what's your favorite food smell? Well, I got to tell you when my mother cooked Thanksgiving, it was a journey through, uh, pumpkin pies mm. and the turkey in the oven mm. and baked beans and oh. cranberries on the stove and, and corn and egg casserole. It was two days of aromatic pleasure. Oh, so the whole feast. I love it. Thank you for your call. Yummy. All of the Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we've gotten some uh, tweets and some emails. We heard from E. Smith who said fresh, fresh homemade bread Yes, is their favorite uh, food smell. Uh, and I think we got another email from Annette who said homemade bread and fresh baked apple pie. Yes. Oh, also very fresh yummy. bread is just there's just something magical about fresh baked bread. I agree that yeasty goodness. Um, but my favorite hands down, no questions. Fresh baked cookies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like when, chocolate chip cookies oh, or what? When I walk into a house and I can smell fresh baked cookies, I don't even need to eat them. Just the smell is like enough. Yeah. It's such a good smell. Uh, let's go to Chris. We've got Chris on the line. Hey, Chris, what's your favorite food smell? My favorite food smell? Well, there's bacon. Yep. There's a roast chicken. Yep. Ooh. And barbecue of just about any kind. Oh, yeah. that sounds all of I those agree. are good. Uh, high five for all three of those. And Agreed. just so you know, uh, Peroni uh, beer is horrible. Oh, oh, good to know. All right. Well, we won't order that when we're in Italy. Thank you for your call, Chris. Maybe that's will, why they named the disease after. I mean, right? It's so bad. Nobody wants it. <laughs> I do just want to say, too, I thought of another smell that I hadn't thought of earlier, but it true. this really is, this will get y'all coffee. Oh, like brewed, that's a no-brainer, right? That's coffee. every day, all day, every day. <sighs> 
the Best first smell. First smell of the day, right? Just a good huff of coffee. Yeah. Honestly, if I had coffee perfume that I could spray around things, I'd be much more likely to eat it. Like vegetables. If I had like a coffee cloud around them, I'd be like, yeah, that's good. But would you like, would that just make, yeah, I don't know. So, okay. But here's the thing is like this, it really is like a culinary art to pair an, like a fragrance with the food so that it all in, so it's not like trying to mask the smell of it or the taste of it. It's not like when I'm in a urinal and I smell oranges. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. But (laughs) I hate that. No, like I literally, they will put like, I think at one point in our men's room i'm trying to remember i think it was cinnamon mm-hmm. they had cinnamon yes. flavored <laughs> flavored oh my gosh keep your tongue uh, in your mouth in the bathroom uh, cinnamon scented urinal yeah experiences yep. and you that, that's just, those don't go together i feel like that about like any kind of air spray that people keep in their bathroom that's yeah. floral because all that does is make everything smell like poop, poop flowers. flowers and it's yeah. just mm. i don't that's not my favorite Nobody, bouquet like here's the thing yeah there's no scent that's gonna mask that it's called ventilation right and so that's okay so you know the food perfume is not about trying to mask what the smell is of the food it's trying to enhance it or or give it like a like elevate it and give it another note so it really is like an actual culinary experience yeah so there are smart people who ha- who understand the culinary arts that are using these fragrances to enhance their food to enhance your own pleasure and your own experience of the food yeah I just wanted to know, like, what food smells good? Because that's, like, my culinary knowledge. Oh, yeah. is like, ooh, that smells good. I mean, <laughs> that's the most important thing. Right? Yeah. Um, and I will say uh, one more thing, and this is the last thing I will say about this. Mediterranean chicken day at work is always a good smelling oh, day. It always smells amazing. I know. until, But, like... Until the garlic. Until you eat it. Ooh. Yeah. And then, like, garlic in food smells great. Garlic on breath. For no. the rest of the day. No, yeah. thanks. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to talk about the Herp trial again. Mostly about Amber Heard mm-hmm. and how she's going to pay all that money back. Yep. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Still talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, but mostly about Amber Heard because, and but also kind of some about Johnny Depp. So we're just going to talk about both of them. A little bit on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Let's start with Amber Heard. Yeah, there's two stories I want to share with you. One uh, is about Amber Heard and a new investigation for her. Also, don't forget Johnny Depp's about to be on trial again in July, but we're not talking about that. There is a story, though, I do want to tell you about Johnny. We'll get to that in a moment, but let's start with Amber Heard. Now, the story about Amber Heard actually goes all the way back to 2015, even though we're dealing with it today. This is crazy. So Amber Heard is allegedly being investigated for an ongoing perjury case. Wait for it. In Australia. What? Hmm. Like you probably didn't remember that there was something involving Amber Heard in Australia. I mean, you do because we talked about this before the show, but I bet a lot of our audience has no idea what Amber Heard's connection to Australia is, nor much less why they would be investigating her for perjury, right? Right, right. And this doesn't have anything to do with the defamation. No, this is totally unrelated. It's like a whole separate situation. But her legal trouble is not over. So just weeks after she lost to Johnny Depp in that defamation trial, apparently 
Amber Heard is being investigated in an ongoing perjury case in Australia, as I said. And the statement that came from a spokesperson at the Australian Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment said, quote, the Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment, which is appropriate, is investigating allegations of perjury by Ms. Heard during court proceedings for the 2015 case, you might remember, of her illegal importation of two dogs into Australia. Mm -hmm. Does that ring any bells? Yeah, that was that one time where they didn't quarantine their pups like they were supposed to. Um, And then, and the reason I remembered this is because recently I came across the video apology that they had to do as a sort of a, I don't know, like retribution or whatever apology for doing yeah. that. Yeah. And it was the most awkward thing you've ever seen, but I thought that was all tied up and done. No, apparently it's not. And we don't have all the details, but you're absolutely right. It goes back to 2015. And as I said, this particular case in Australia has to do with uh, the like weird they said they had all the paperwork done for their dogs. They didn't. And apparently they pl- pled guilty uh, to falsifying travel documents in court. But that's not the end of it. I don't know why they're still investigating her, but they did confirm that the case is ongoing. And it's a case against Amber Heard. There is no mention of Johnny Depp in this legal action. So it seems that something she said during that investigation uh, is leading them to believe she possibly perjured herself, which means she lied to the investigators Oof. about information. So that comes, I think, as a blow to Amber Heard at a time when she's already, you know, uh, dealt some severe setbacks after losing her trial against Johnny Depp and then being forced to pay him, you know, like 10 million some odd dollars. Well, and, you know, wanting to not be identified as a liar. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is. She's actually, this is an actual case about her lying about something completely different while she's trying to convince the American public and the court of public opinion that she's not a liar. Absolutely. So lying liars who lie. Apparently she's still lying all the way back to 2015, at least again, if you believe the reports. Um, But it, you know, came from a spokesperson in the Australian government. So I think that it's probably safe to say that they still have some questions they would like to uh, have her answer. Now, uh, speaking of lying liars who lie, there were these rumors about Johnny Depp allegedly returning to the Pirates of the Caribbean, which would be kind of mm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it just would show that his attempt to get his career back worked Mm -hmm. by suing Amber Heard for defamation, right? Like that would connect all of those dots and make it seem like, oh, look, he actually achieved this, this goal for himself by rehabilitating his career and and getting back. No, sorry. I was just going to say specifically that movie, because that's the one that he allegedly, or that he did lose his job in after she wrote that article, which is why they were in court. Exactly. And allegedly, supposedly tens of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But if you believe Uh, The latest words out of his representative, he is not going back to the Pirates of the Caribbean. So let me tell you what the uh, spokesperson for Johnny Depp told NBC News after these reports came out that he would be returning to the Pirates of the Caribbean. A representative for Depp has denied a recent report, quote, this is made up. That's what Depp's spokesperson told NBC News. 
Um, but that's literally all they said. This is made up. Hmm. Meaning, I think the assumption is that the talk of his return to Pirates of the Caribbean has been made up out of whole cloth. It is not real. However, mm-hmm. Just because something's made up doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. Right? Also, well, also, I think that's an interesting choice to just say this is made up because it could mean any part of it is made up. It could mean the whole schmear is made up. It could mean we made this up to get you talking about (laughs) it. I mean, it couldn't. There's like multiple interpretations of that that are possible. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing to remember is that uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, I think it was, who was the producer of the Pirates of the Caribbean, talked recently and said that uh, of Johnny Depp's return, it's not going to happen, dot, dot, dot. At this point, mm-hmm. the future is yet to be decided. So that to me is also, there's just a lot of wiggle room. So I think what this this spokesperson is trying to say is like, this is premature. Yeah. It's, they're not saying under no circumstances is this going to happen. No. Or that's not going to happen. It's just, this is made up. Well, what if it's made up and now it's true? Right. 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 Like that could happen. Right. So I wouldn't discount that he's not going to ever return to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, the door is definitely not closed. Yeah. I mean, the people connected to the movie are not closing the door. So right. why would... You know, he threw his people. Right. I am interested, though, and I, I'm curious about it, and we don't have an answer to this, but I am curious where that story came from, because it was being widely circulated yeah. as truth mm-hmm. that that he was in negotiations and well, that they were close maybe to... Maybe they are still negotiating. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean, again, the statement, this is made up, doesn't tell you very much. At all. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Very unspecifically or specifically unspecific. Oh, gosh. I just feel like things keep getting worse for Amber Heard and keep getting better for Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to get better for you in a second, because when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to entertain you with stories of dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid. After this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid. Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. guy 34 year old john taylor he he was hungry Mm, same and i get it right like at my house and at most houses i think it is well known the term hangry Mm -hmm, sometimes i get hangry well this guy i think was super hangry and it was um clouding his judgment because um, what he did is he rolled up to a Wendy's and he was like, I am hungry. I am hungry and I want something that Wendy's has to offer mm. and I'm not going to try to pay for it. Okay. So he approached a customer who was getting out of his car and he was like, hey, sir, would you buy me some chicken nuggets? And the guy was like, no. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, listen, this is a technique. I've never tried it, but you know. 
kudos. He was looking for some chicken nuggets and he didn't want to pay for him. So he asked the guy, would you go in and get me some chicken nuggets? And the guy said, no. And then he went into the restaurant because he was going to get himself his food. And John was like, uh, excuse me, pardon me. You're not going to get me my chicken nuggets. The guy was already in there and he was getting his chicken or he was getting his own food. Okay. And so John Taylor waited for him to come out of the restaurant. Okay. And what he did next will change your life he forever. Stole his chicken nuggets? No. Okay. What did he do? He pointed a semi-automatic gun with an extended oh, magazine oh, at him oh, and oh, demanded oh, the oh. guy's gold chain and his car keys. Okay, well, that's, maybe he didn't really want chicken nuggets? Well, he did end up with a car. Okay. And the guy's gold chains did not have any chicken nuggets. The police were able to find him the next day. They arrested him, and he's facing charges of armed robbery, carjacking, fleeing police, and driving with a suspended license. Yeah, just, no, that's terrifying. That is awful. I feel like there was more than chicken nuggets in his mind. Yeah, like chains and cars. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to drive. And maybe the chicken nuggets were just (laughs) going to be like his opening the icing on the cake. Yeah. Maybe well, what hoping. if he had said, sure, I'll get you chicken nuggets, well, then, then he wouldn't have robbed him? Is that what we're saying? Well, uh, I like to think he probably would have taken the chicken nuggets and the car and, and the gold chains. Yeah, I think that's probably right. But my real question that I don't have an answer to is, did the guy get to keep the food that he had ordered at the Wendy's? Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't chicken. I don't know what he ordered. If it were me... Thanks for asking. I just get like a classic burger because I, I like is. those extra four bites of burger with no bun because they're square. It's I, that's Wendy's is the best. I have, I don't know that I've ever had a Wendy's burger. Really? Yeah. I don't oh. get burgers at, unless it's Culver's. I don't get burgers. I get a chicken sandwich uh, or nuggets. Mm. But that's Wendy's me. burgers are. I don't even know the last time I've eaten at a Wendy's, sir. I think uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't had the frosty and the. I mean, I've had a frosty French fries. I mean, but recently. No. And you're missing out. I think I am. I hope for a Wendy's for you soon. Uh, but I'm not stealing a car for them. Okay. Nuh-uh. That was in Florida? Yes. Well, now we're headed to West Virginia. West Virginia. And I would like to introduce you a lady by the name of Cindy. Cindy Jean Underwood. Mm. Ms. Underwood is 39 years young and comes from West Virginia, as I said, and had to be uh, bailed out after she allegedly did something recently to her boyfriend. And the attack occurred Monday as uh, Ms. Underwood and her boyfriend, Jeremy Hughes, were arguing in the home they share in uh, St. Albans, which apparently is a city in, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that county, Kanawha County. And, uh, you know... Uh, couple squabbles, not unusual. Right. It's how she uh, climaxed her anger that earned the story crazy okay. stupidity at status. All right. Because you said she attacked him somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was the method of attack mm-hmm. that she carried out. And it had to be like illegal. Like it probably like caused harm of some sort. It was definitely illegal. Is definitely illegal. Yep. She peed on. Him? She did not pee on okay. him. I love the direction your brain goes. Uh, <laughs> no, in fact, she did something quite the opposite because peeing on someone 
would uh, make them wet. She made them the opposite of wet. She aggressively dried him off with a towel? (laughs) No, I think the opposite of wet would be like on fire. Oh, okay. And by that I mean she stuck a cigarette in his eye. A lit cigarette in his eyeball. No. Now I know you're doing the thing that I did when I read the story at first. You're like, oh, that's going to hurt. But it was a glass eye. Wait for it. As the pair squabbled, under uh, Ms. Underwood jammed a lit cigarette in her boyfriend's eye. That's according to police. When cops arrived at the residence in response to a destruction of property complaint, they summoned an ambulance, which uh, transported her to a lo- or him to a local hospital for treatment of his left eye. It was an eyeball that she damaged. Like, she put it in a real eye. It was not a glass eye. Mm. But when they said, why did you do it? Here we go. Ms. Underwood said, he can't see out of that eye. Oh, my gosh. So he obviously has some vision problems in that eye, and she didn't think it was a big deal to then put her ciggy out in his non-working eye. I will appreciate the fact that she... It's not like he could see out of it. ...thought she was being thoughtful about it. Like, well, at least I picked the one he couldn't see out of. Oh, Oh, poor guy. I bet that hurts so bad. Oh, my. Well, yeah, I don't care if you can see out of it. I'm sure you still have nerve endings, right? Or maybe you don't, in which case maybe it wasn't as super painful. But turns out that's not an excuse. And so she's now facing a felony malicious wounding charge and is being held at the South Central Regional Jail in Charleston. She is scheduled for a September 22nd preliminary hearing. She's going to be in jail for a while unless somebody bails her out. And it's probably not going to be. Her boyfriend. Oof. Where are we going next? Thanks for asking. We're going to take a trip to Bangkok. Yay! I've always wanted to go. Uh, me too, actually. Um, we are going to go to Bangkok where we are going to meet a guy who actually I don't think, I don't know if I have his name. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It's a guy. Um, and he committed a crime. He, he committed a crime because... He had lost something, and he wanted to replace it. Oh, okay. And that's part of the problem. So he stole something to replace something that he lost? Basically. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, so what he did is he entered a shop called the Buan Lee Gold Shop in Bangkok with a face mask. And I don't think that means like an N95, the kind that a person would wear if they were going to rob a joint because he pulled a handgun from his backpack and he started to wave it at the staff and the customers. Um, The shop owner and the staff ran to the back room of the shop and then the robber grabbed a bunch of gold necklaces and then he fled. Okay. That's not right. Um, Some of the necklaces were found on the pavement outside of the shop. So he had so many necklaces, he could not carry them whilst he ran. And he dropped a few behind. Uh, He made his escape on a motorcycle. But the police were able to access the camera footage. What do I always say? You're always on camera. You're always on camera. So they brought him in the next day to the gold shop to reenact the crime. Okay. Which I... That's not something maybe we do, but that's, that's what they do. All right. I wonder why they do that. And then asked him, why did you do this? Okay. And remember what I said. He stole something to replace, to replace something. something he lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think he lost? Gold? No. His marbles? No. 
He lost a lot of money. Okay. On crypto. Oh. And he was like, "Well, join the club, not me. I have exactly. that, but a lot of people have lost money on crypto, right?" Yeah. So he he lost money in cryptocurrency? Yeah. Is what you're and saying? he was like, "I got to make up all that money I lost." So he lost money on a non-real yep. or non-physical currency. Mm-hmm. So he decided to go steal some physical yep. gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so he held up the turns gold out, shop. I don't think you're ever allowed to steal gold. Like I don't care what the reason is, right? Right. Yeah. I will tell you if you'd like to see there are photographs of the reenactment which again I just find to be a really bizarre like they the police caught him and they were like all right sir back to the scene of the crime show us how you did it made him act it out weird isn't okay. that weird well, you know everybody's got their own special way of doing things or, okay and we have photographs so a good time was had by all except for Except for the guy who's now going to be in jail. Right. Or the people that had a gun waved at them. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis that time. We are here to play a game, and that game is called The Throwback. After this on My Talk 1071.